it definitely won't ever change because people don't understand what things really mean. I mean, when you look at, uh, I mean, to me, this all starts in the home feature. If you don't have the correct discipline in and um, constructive criticism going on in the home, you know I mean, because like nowadays when you look at the dynamics of kids and parents, niggas be all cool. So it's like, ain't no critiquing. Like, it, even when I try to critique my young boys and I'll be like, yo, the way that you handle that with that old head, you could have said it much better. That probably probably would have been more receptive to it, but you came off like you was a cold goon. Like, you still have to respect them. And they're, you know, they, because they weren't, that wasn't pushed in their home, you know, people just don't do it. But, um, Anchor said enough of this yip yap, so I'll tune in a little bit later in the convo, I guess. What's good? It's your man Plymouth the Phoenix again on the line. You know, I talked about how these 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 things are taught in the home. It, start, it all starts in the home, you know what I mean? I remember vivid stories that my dad used to tell about, you know, people gave constructive criticism and they gave up the mass whoopings too. It'd be like, you'd be walking through a block and it'd be like a, a car wash of ass whoopings until you get home and then your grandma, your mom, whoever dealt with you later on that night. And I think we got away from that fact that now it's like, it's just too hard to, to to give the constructive criticism because a lot of times we be wrong on a lot of stuff nowadays and the old heads be looking and too scared to correct them. You know what I'm saying? They just let things go. Like you can't be scared of these young boys because they, they really crying out for the help, but niggas be too scared to step up and say what's real. Yo, yo, Peter, what's good, bro? It's your man, Mr. No Show here on the line. Um, yeah, so constructive criticism is almost a dying breed, yeah, yeah. But what I do with my son, because when I make him write, <clears throat> what I do is I always tell him, make sure you describe the chapter, the date, <clears throat> and when you wrote it, and come up with your own summary. And after we read it, I'm able to look into it more and see what he's done wrong. I say, look, it's okay, but I think you can do better. And I let him know what he can work on. I said, when you're done, your teachers are going to critique it the same way. So you will be ahead of the curve. So you start learning now, you'll be forever changing your future. I mean, that's how I critique him, but everyone's different, right? Good morning, Anchor family. It's Peter J. on this beautiful, yet brisk, cold Tuesday morning out here in Durham, North Carolina. I believe it's uh, in the mid-30s right now. Expected high is 41. But I just wanted to uh, thank Plymouth the Phoenix and Mr. No Show for their call-ins. On my topic of discussion yesterday with the uh, haters and constructive criticism, I really liked uh, what you touched on, Mister No Show, with uh, with your son as far as reading comprehension. My wife and I also are planning to implement something like that, similar with our son, because we we've seen such a lack of um, that technique as far as reading comprehension at school and like you said it's always it's always great or better to be ahead of the curve than 
to fall behind and then by the time you get to a parent teacher conference they're looking at you like you crazy but as far as what uh, Plymouth the Phoenix was saying uh, I feel like what you were talking about especially with what your pop said is uh, alluding more toward what I wanted to touch on today which is community and I'm talking about community in the old school sense the community that people like us remember you know those of us that were born in the 80s and prior like you said uh, Plymouth the community where we had tight tight knit unities and before you even thought about doing what you was going to do wrong the word got back to your parents before you got home we talking about years and years before technology we talking about years before people had mobile laptops on their hip aka cell phones so yeah the community was strong back in the day I remember I grew up in a pretty tight knit community I grew up in a community where you know my my parents grew up in so my parents knew a lot of my friends parents and they all knew each other so everybody would look out for each other it was like the legacies just kept getting passed along but at the same time they watched out for us so whenever we thought we was going to do something wrong there was somebody always there looking even when you know when you're a kid you don't even you just doing what you want to do you don't even realize people watching you and like i said the news would get home before you even knew your parents was waiting for you at home and you walking in laughing because you know you had a good time and you up in there about to get your head whipped up because yeah, because of some dumb stuff you did outside and you ain't even know somebody was watching. That's the community I, I remember. That's the community that I grew. You know, I, I, I would say grew to know and love because, you know, didn't nobody love getting in trouble when they was kids. But hindsight is twenty twenty, And when you get older, you appreciate that. You appreciate that sense of community that we grew up in because it kept a lot of us from getting hurt. Yeah, we might we might have had sore butts when we got home. But it kept a lot of us out of danger and it kept a lot of us from getting seriously hurt doing something that we shouldn't have done. So according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary definition, one of their definitions of community is a group of people with a common characteristic or interest living together within a larger society. And uh, to me, what that means is, you know, basically you have your neighborhood. Now I'm talking more old school. I'm talking about neighborhoods that I remember growing up in as, as a kid, like I said, growing up in the late 80s and 90s. You have your neighborhood of people Everybody knows each other. Now, everybody may not be the same religion, may not have the same common core beliefs, but all these people tend to be hardworking people, middle class, lower middle class people. They all may have, some of them may have grew up together in that same neighborhood. So now you have several generations of people in one neighborhood. You have Grandparents, parents, and children, right? 
just trying to paint a little picture of what community means to me. And everybody has their own definition and feeling of what community is. This is just me talking about what community means to me and how it seems like uh, an endangered species in my eyes as far as what today looks like. But, so like I was saying, you have, you know, at least three generations of people living in this neighborhood. Everybody knows each other. All the parents know the other parents, which means all the parents know the other parents' children. All the children know each other. They all play together. Like I was saying in the intro, there were many a time now, I was a bit of a little knucklehead kid. I'm just going to put it out there. There was many a time when I thought I was smarter than my parents, you know? And I think we all grew up, and then I know a lot of kids today think that about us <laughs> or think that they're smarter than us, but I think we all grew up thinking that we were smarter than our parents, thinking that we were doing, we were doing something new. Not knowing that there's not many things new under the sun. Things that we try to do, our parents already tried to do. Things that our kids are going to try to do, we've already tried to do. But when you're a kid, you don't think like that. All you see is here and now. So many a time when I thought I was going to do what I want to do, thought I was being sneaky about it too. All my parents never find out. And like I said in the intro, this is way back, this is way before cell phone and that tech, that technology where now nowadays the community should be even tighter because if your kid thought about doing something if there was a well knit community like that word should get home in milliseconds with a text with a post anything that we have accessible to us today these words were getting back to our parents in milliseconds with landline telephones what's going on I, I, I just want to know from the anchor family. You guys tell me what's going on. What? Because now we're the parents. I'm no better than anybody else. I, I I have my flaws. I need to be. I need to be better. I need to strive to be better every day to be a better parent. What's going on in today's society with with us, the parents? What are we doing? That's opposite of what our parents were doing and our grandparents were doing. Why is it? That it seems that our children don't have the same respect for community that we had when we were growing up. That's my question that I posed for you guys today. Can't wait to hear some call-ins and see messages. I just want to see where everybody's head is because everybody has different opinions. Some people may think that. We're not too far off from where we were before, but in my in my eyes, I feel like we're we're very far. I feel like we're light years from where community was when we were kids. Let me know. It's Peter J.